welcome back to Father Daughter First Down. I'm Maya. And I'm Joey. And thank you so much for to everyone that watched us last week. Um, we really appreciated all of the feedback that we got. And without further ado, we're going to get into the Bears-Packers game. Bears-Packers game. Uh, lost this week, unfortunately, to our foes from up north, the Cheeseheads. 24 to 14. What do you think, Maya? I, don't, I, I told you we can't. We, scoring 14 points isn't going to do it in the NFL against Green Bay or anybody, but especially against Green Bay. My prediction was Bears 24, Green Bay 23. They scored 24 points, but 23 would have beat them as well. Yeah, honestly, I would have been happy with your score. I thought it was your prediction was overly optimistic, but I went along with it and was trying to be supportive. But honestly, I am not shocked by this loss at all. But let's get into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Would you like to start with yours this week? My good was the first five minutes of the game, pretty much till the end of the first quarter. After then, it really slipped away. I mean, to win this game, we had to play mistake-free football, limit the penalties, especially stupid penalties like, like unsportsmanlike conduct. Thank you, Mario Edwards. You're not super Mario. You are... Um, unsportsmanlike Mario for the second game in a row, which was very costly. That leads me to the bad, um, which were stupid penalties. And the ugly, you know, I, Green Bay's uh, a playoff team. They could be in the Super Bowl. The Bears play decent, but not good enough to beat a bad team. At the end of the day, we're three and three. We were eight and eight for the last two years under our very mediocre, if not well below mediocre coaching staff. That's and so, you know, for the Bears, it was a decent game, but it's a loss. So a loss is really, you know, I, I take that back. It was just, it, we, we muddle in mediocrity is the ugliness in my mind. Yeah, it's been, a, we're, we're stuck in the mud pretty much. Um, for me, I think the best part of this game was watching our rookie Khalil Herbert again, um, given the opportunity to shine and he did and he was fun to watch and we've had so many struggles in the past with establishing a good run game and now I feel like, you know, we are down running backs and he's kind of at the bottom of the totem pole and you know he was successful and that was really great to watch. That was great to see, but the sad part is is that in today's NFL, you also have to have a passing game. Our running, our running yardage is higher than our passing totals uh, this year. And that's very lopsided. That's, that's, you, you don't see that anywhere in the NFL, only the Bears. The Bears rank last or close to last in almost every offensive category. And I agree that, that uh, Khalil Herbert, um, uh, was was a bright spot, but it needs to be better. It needs to be a lot better. 14 points ain't going to cut it. I, I agree with that. For me, my ugly was the refs. I mean, those refs look like they were wearing some green and yellow under, you know, their uniforms. Uh, some of those calls I thought were ridiculous. They weren't making, you know, an even amount of calls on both sides of the ball. And that was very frustrating to watch. Some questionable holding calls. I think um, uh, Aaron Rodgers gets away with a lot of um, stuff in his line 
and uh, there was some ticky-tack phantom holding calls called on the Bears. Terrible. I agree. What was your ugly? That was my ugly. Oh. My ugly was the refs. What was the bad? The bad, oh, I did not mention that. That was, My bad was poor clock management by the Bears. And um, we have had a pattern since last season of scoring in the third quarter. You would think that going into the third quarter, we were only down by three. I was really impressed to only be down by three, you know, at halftime. I thought that's, you know, you, you still have a fighting chance at that point. So to come in third quarter, you know, you would hope that the coaching staff or somebody had pumped up that locker room and they did not come out looking hungry at all. And it was really disappointing to see. So what else do we want to get into? Uh, you want to just like, just talk about the offense in general? Yeah, I think we should talk about, you know, our, our newest player in our offense would be our quarterback, Justin Fields. Well, all the rookies are new, you know, so, so is Khalil Herbert. Okay, just, just saying. He's, he's but the main I, guy. You know, Fields is growing. He's, um, he, he needs to get rid of the ball quicker. Um, he's not ready for prime time, but they're throwing him into the fire. And I think that, that they've made that decision. My concern with, with Justin Fields is the surrounding cast and especially the coaching and, and the play calling and putting him in positions to be successful. I, I agree. And I honestly blame the coaching staff a lot for whatever happened with Mitch Trubitsky and not developing him, and him enough, but that's in the past and we can't focus on that. But I don't think that Justin Fields is ready to be in a game situation. He's not ready to go up against those better teams and he doesn't stand a fighting chance. I feel like he would learn more being benched for the entire season when you have two great quarterbacks on the bench right now. Whoa, whoa, great, great. You have You're a guy who's been in five pro, ball, five pro Bowls and a guy who has beaten Tom Brady in Super Bowl MVP. Okay. Nick, <laughs> no way. They are not, let's, okay, let's good. just they're back good. up here. Great. Rewind. I'm rewinding here. Not great. Justin Fields may not be ready, but he is their best choice at this time, and he will learn. If you look at what Peyton Manning did his rookie year or Troy Aikman, they were all on mediocre, if not losing bad teams, and they were thrown into the fire, and that's how they learned. That's how, that's how people learn. Sometimes you get thrust into a position, and he will learn. But then you also look at people like Patrick Mahomes who were benched their entire first season. And then the you next have it on both sides. The, the, the point is the Bears don't have anybody. They don't have anybody. The, the, the other options they put to the side. And right now they're going with fields. And personally, I think at some point in time, all the quarterbacks will be playing because of the hits that Justin Fields is taking eventually my, my concern is, is that he will get hurt. But until then, you have to throw him out there and let him play and figure it out and learn. Yeah, see, that's another concern of mine is him getting hurt. He is supposed to be our future, our franchise quarterback. And if we keep- But you don't keep a guy on the bench because you think he's going to get hurt. You play him because he's your best option to win. Plus, you want him to grow. You want him to continue to learn and grow. But I think he could do just as much growing from, you know, being second string. 
in this particular situation, Patrick Mahomes' situation is totally different. Aaron Rodgers sat on the bench for two or three years behind Brett Favre, different situation. We don't have Brett Favre playing for us. We don't have Alex Smith playing for us on a playoff team. That's what Patrick Mahomes sat behind. Different situation called for different different, uh, actions. So I think Justin Fields should be playing and I just need, think he needs to really learn. And the coaching staff around him is, is really subpar, bad. Yeah, the coaching staff is, you know, and a whole nother issue that we're going to get into in a later episode. Um, but I definitely think that if they're going to be playing Justin Fields consistently, they need to, you know, connect with Robinson more, you know, connect with the, the player that you gave a franchise tag to and you know he's he's still a little hesitant and there's there were no big plays made on the offensive side of the ball with Justin Fields like there are no playmakers on the offense I did like how the tight ends got a little bit more involved this game Cole Komet had some um good yardage so that I was happy about, which we mentioned on the last episode. But the truth is, is the Bears don't have big playmakers. And the big playmakers that they do have, which I believe is Allen Robinson, those passes just aren't connecting. Well, the, the receivers need to get more separation. Fields needs more time, but he also needs to get rid of the ball quicker. I saw in several instances, hesitation and, and late releases, whereas if he would have reacted a little bit sooner the end result could have been better. He made some precision, nice passes, but he needs to do more. I felt like when this game began and I saw that uh, we got the Packers off the field at the start and we saw their punter, I immediately said, if we see their punter more than we see our punter, we're going to win this game. And that really was, was coming through in the first quarter, but then it dissipated as the game went on. Speaking of punters, I really wish that our coaching staff decided to have our punter throw the ball on fourth down and make a trick play, like going up against a team like the Packers and even looking into next week with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like those are the times where you practice those, you know, trick plays and utilize your special teams to your advantage. And, you know, these guys have thrown the ball before they have made plays. They have, you know, gotten a first down and, you know, we live to, you know, get a little closer to the end zone. And I really wish that, you know, playing a team like Green Bay, we would have, you know, done something and incorporated some trick plays. Right. They need to be more creative on offense, whether it's through special teams or the offense itself. Um, What was I going to say? Green Bay just, I mean, Aaron Rodgers said it, and we'll, we'll get into the defense here soon, but they own us. And he said it, and it's getting a big reaction from Chicago fans. And the bottom line is, it's factually correct. He does own us. Yeah. In 27 games that Aaron Rodgers has played against the Bears, he is 22-5. and five. And in fact, I wish Aaron Rodgers owned us in reality, because then maybe he'd fire the coach and general manager. What do you think? I I think he easily would. I mean, he this offseason he seemed like he wanted to fire his own coach and general manager as right. well. Right. So maybe you know what he's doing all those State Farm commercials and uh, what's the what's the logo the the trademark a double discount uh, check or whatever. 
like, you know what, buy the bears and <laughs> put in whatever coach you want. You know what, We're, you own us. So bears fans, I think should stop complaining about whatever Aaron Rodgers has to say and maybe keep them out of the end zone. Absolutely. Uh, I really did like how we didn't have to use Alex bars as much and our O-line kind of had their shit together more, so to speak. And, you know, we didn't have to, we were allowed to have like more receivers on the field rather than setting up linemen as, you know, receivers and running backs. And now that the run game is seemingly worked for two weeks, I'd like to see more play action or run pass option with Justin rolling out. I know there's been a lot said about him feeling comfortable under center and being more of a drop, being more comfortable as a drop back passer. But at the end of the day, we have to use his athleticism. And in the NFL, a guy with his type of athleticism it will give him a little bit more time and a little bit is a lot when it comes to the bears, put him in the shotgun more, roll him out more, use the run pass option. Don't hesitate. You see a lane run and look for that sideline, learn how to run in the NFL. What I see with Justin is that he's playing catch up with the speed of the NFL. He is used to the big 10 speed. And once you get to the NFL, it's another level and he has to play catch up. He has the ability but now he needs the reaction to know when to run, tuck and run and slide or get out of bounds. Uh, I agree with that, which is also why I think that he shouldn't be playing right now. If he's not ready for it and you know needs to learn, that's what practice is for. You learn in practice. You need to execute on the field. He needs to be out on the field. He needs to be out on the field. All right, let's move on to the defense. <laughs> um, defense. Defense. Rogers. We held, has- we held the Packers to 24 points, which is not terrible. Our defense ranks in the top 10 in most defensive categories, but we did not get any takeaways. And as the game wore on, and there was a sense that the game was slipping away, we saw a lot of missed tackles. Um, the good was we held them to 24 points. The bad was the missed tackles. And the ugly. I'm thinking, go ahead. What's your good and bad? Well, I was just going to do a general. Yeah, the ugly, I got the ugly. All right. Was the unsportsmanlike, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct, Mario yeah. Edwards. That drove me nuts. That allowed Green Bay to, instead of kick a field goal, continue a drive and get a touchdown. Yeah, I think that, you know, looking at the defense against the Raiders and then looking at the defense, how we played against the Packers, it just seemed to me there was something different in Khalil Mack, you know, playing his old team. He, you know, had all this energy and everything, and it just didn't seem to be all the way there for this game. And that was really disappointing. There was such a lack of pressure on Aaron Rodgers, the fact that he was able to get away with that, running touchdown he had way too much time to throw the ball and the bears really just they didn't read the plays right on defense and we really should have blitzed more in my opinion right we weren't we weren't on the attack as much as more reactionary and uh, aaron Rodgers has been doing that to many teams uh throughout his career and the bears have helped him become a um a hall of fame quarterback along with other weak teams in our division 
So let's move on to the game ahead of us. We're going to Florida, where I understand it's going to be 80 plus degrees. Uh, we're playing the GOAT. And they have a top, top offense, a juggernaut offense. Tom Brady's been throwing four to five touchdown passes a game. And they also have, I believe, the leading defense or rushing defense in the league. So this matchup, uh, it's already in Vegas. Bears are underdogs at 13 and a half points, which is a huge point differential margin for Vegas ad makers for an NFL game. You won't see many games throughout the course of a year with that kind of spread. This could get ugly. I don't know if there's going to be any good or bad. It could be all ugly next week. I think it could get really ugly. Brady has been, you know, he, he seems to be like wine. He just gets better with age. And he's been doing this without his main, you know, tight end Gronk. So it's been extremely impressive. Antonio Brown has already set multiple records personally and for the Bucks organization and within the NFL, I believe, this season. Um, How can he set a record six games into the season? What records did he set? What are you talking about? Antonio Brown like hit uh, like some hundred number rushing yards or something. I saw. Got to be receiving. He's a receiver. Receiving. Yeah, receiving. Okay. And and Tom Brady beat Breeze's record for touchdowns. I think he surpassed him. Yes. Passed him. Yes. Okay. Um. Hopefully, within this week, we pick up another running back from somewhere from you know free agency or whatnot we definitely need the help on the run game our coaching staff really just has to get creative you forget we beat the bucks last year we did we did we and did we have a secret role. we have a secret we have a secret weapon his name is nick Foles. so i think the bears <laughs> should at least consider dressing nick Foles because yeah. nick Foles has had the goats number in fact I he actually, and eli manning I actually saw a meme on the internet before the season started and it was What's a meme. Funny. What's a meme? Oh, we're not getting Explain. it. Define what a meme is. It's just like a funny thing on the internet that people like joke. Okay. And make fun I know of. what it is. I thought you were just going to make fun of me, but go ahead. Tell us about your meme. Anyway, it was like the whole bears schedule. And it said like the first what weeks one through three or four were Andy Dalton was the starting QB. And then like after that, it was Justin Fields. But then for the Tampa Bay game, they had Nick Foles as starting QB. And I thought that was funny. But um, yeah, I is, mean, is he is he showing a Super Bowl ring in the meme? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't really remember. But if I can try to find a picture, we'll try to find a way to incorporate that. But um, I definitely think that we need a veteran quarterback for this game. I really think that, you know, I don't want to see our, you know, future franchise quarterback going down. Maya, if the Bears beat Tampa, what what do you what do you you want to make a way? What what do you want? Like what? I'll, I'll buy anything you want if the Bears win. Really? But keep it within reason. You know what? Maybe we should talk about this off camera. Anyway. <laughs> We have to pressure Tom Brady. We, he does okay, prediction. I, this time you got to predict the score. Oh God. Um, I hope I'm wrong in saying this prediction. I really hope I'm wrong, but I I think Vegas could be right. I I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna say 
30 something to 13 or 14. Yeah, that's about where I was too. Yeah. But I would say a specific number, like let's say 38 to 10 is oh, my yeah, prediction. 10. Yeah, 10. Yeah. We are averaging 16 points on offense. Our offense is averaging 16 points, the lowest in the league. Yeah. Not good. Our coaching so, staff has to get creative. Even even put two quarterbacks in in, you know, make a trick play using two quarterbacks so someone isn't guarded or throw someone in the mix. Just you have to get creative against teams like this. And we lacked creativity with the Green Bay game. So yeah. that could really you know, show the coaching staff. This could get ugly. Time of possession, big plays. Tampa's Tampa's loaded. And, and with our eight and eight record last year, the year before, three and three, what it shows you, and if you look at the games and, and if you looked at it on paper, you'll see that the Bears are beating the lower end teams and they're losing to the better teams. And they are just stuck in the middle. Yeah. Which is which is very uh it's boring i'm bored it's boring it's boring but there's always predictable too um they're predictable well that's a coaching staff thing that's play calling that's scheming but um we'll see uh do we want to wrap up maya do we want to yeah i think we want to wrap up just some last things that we want to say we are still trying to figure out um, technology, video, microphone, how we're doing Graphics. this. And also we are still, you know, playing around with a few names. We've gotten some great suggestions so far, but if you have any more, please comment or email us at fatherdaughterfirstdown at gmail.com. Dad, do you have anything else to add? No, I, I, I would love, we, we really appreciate the suggestions, the feedback, uh, um, constructive criticism. Uh, we are trying to reach out and find, and if anyone has suggestions on um, guests, we'd like to bring on other father, fathers and daughters who love to talk football, maybe some coaches at, the, at any level, high school, college, or pro that have daughters um players or just fans like you and i maya we just love to chit chat with them uh, it'd be great to talk to uh, a father and daughter of a future um you know uh, of a city of a future team that the uh, bears are playing i know they're playing in pittsburgh in a couple of weeks or other other cities that are in our division detroit or green bay or minnesota and to find fathers and daughters from those places or who are fans of those teams. So we're looking forward to bringing on guests and we're looking forward to continuing our banter on the team that we love and love to banter on. Okay, so on the count of three, one, two, three, bear down.